I was fortunate enough recently to have a scary life changing experience that turned out to be not scary and not life changing because of what happened. But as a result of what happened, it did change my life for the better. So without getting into too much personal detail, uh, here's the experience that we had. And I want you to imagine you're going through the same experience. You are in a doctor's office. There have been some tests done and the doctor comes in and he says to you, we found something. Really, for a second, just imagine this happening. Maybe for some of you, you might have gone through something like this. You're in the doctor's office. You're there for what's, you know, a routine exam, or maybe uh, there's something kind of funny going on, and you get the test done, and then the doctor comes in, and he says, we found something. We think there's something wrong, and uh, our results will come back soon. We'll let you know as soon as, you know, further test results tell us what we're dealing with here. You get to go home and spend the next day, two days, three days on the internet, on Google, finding out every horrible thing you could possibly have and imagining it and imagining what that means for your life now and your kids. Something happens when you get put in this situation where you think suddenly your life is about to change dramatically because you have something really wrong with you you start to really quickly identify what you are currently doing right and wrong with your life. Very quickly, you are able to see through the fog that is just day-to-day -day life and bills and taking care of you know what you have to take care of, personal responsibilities, and shining through this fog, the bright beacon, the, the lighthouse is what is really important and how you're actually handling what is really important. You start to think about, oh man, the time I'm spending with my children, with my loved ones, how much time am I spending at work versus these people? Uh, my dreams, the thing I've always wanted to do, I kept saying I was gonna do it next year. What if there isn't a next year? What if I never get to do this? The things that are truly important, that truly matter, that get totally blinded by the day-to-day -day fog of life, shine through like a lighthouse beacon and you suddenly have serious clarity into the life you've built whether or not it is actually the life you want and the life you want is not on off switch it's not like oh you don't have it or oh you have it 100 percent it's a spectrum it's a, a sliding scale and you're able to see very quickly in moments like this, when you are worried that you, you may be facing something that's going to dramatically shift your life, sadly even cut it shorter than you expected, uh, you start to really see how well you've done at building the life you actually want. And if you have life regrets, they're going to shine through bright right here. You're going to see, oh man, I am working too much. I got to just do that thing I've been saying I'm going to do forever. Uh, this this relationship in my life is not where it should be. I got to fix that. I got to, you know, talk to my parents and and 
forgive them for past things that were, you know, family members that I've had issues with. I got to make things better with my mate. I got to be a better husband, better wife. I got to be a better parent. I need to spend more time with those that I love. I am spending way too much time in my business, all these things. So imagine yourself there and you're sitting in the doctor's office and he's just told you, we found something and we'll let you know in a couple of days what we're dealing with here. This could be serious. You go home and you spend a lot of time Googling, but what is going to rise to the front? What is shining through the fog? What is wrong with your life currently? What is right? I'm gonna play a little music here. I'm gonna give you a couple of minutes, a little dramatic music to set the tone. Really think, imagine this is happening. What is right with your life and what is wrong with your life? I want you to take a sigh of relief. This hasn't hopefully happened to most of you. Maybe one or two of you listening are actually dealing with a situation like this right now, and I'm very sorry if that's the case. I am happy to tell you the situation we were dealing with turned out to be nothing. And I'm actually really glad that we had that experience. As scary as it was, a further test sh testing showed, okay, there was no problem and our life will continue to be what we expected it to be. But in those 24 hour period that we were waiting on the secondary results, I had some really good time to sit back and think about my life. And as I've stated in this podcast already, Kay and I have been building the life we want for the last decade. We've been married for 12 years and we've been actively changing our life every day, every year, every five years to have a life that we want. And we are well on our way to, you know, that next tier of that cake that is just exactly what we're hoping for it to be. But 
like everybody's life, nothing is perfect and there are still things that we're doing right and things that we're doing wrong. And I want to tell you, in that one day, sitting there thinking about what could possibly change in, in our life and, and then looking at my last year, what I thought I was doing really good on, I realized really quickly, boy, I, I'm working too much. I've been building my own business, a business that I love. I actually really love this business of homesteading. I love uh, podcasting, making videos. I love the actual homesteading life that we live here and share over our social media. There are so many things about this that are going so well. And I know a lot of people look at our life and think, oh man, you're already where I want to be. But I real quickly realized in this, this little 24-hour period where we were worried our life was going to dramatically change, I'm spending too much time working. I'm spending too many hours of my day working to earn money to build my business that I should be spending enjoying this life that we've built with those that I love. And this podcast that you're listening to now, it is it is here because of, of that realization that I am working too much in the in wrong places. And just to give you an idea, this year with my business, I did something. I did a 100-day video challenge on YouTube where I did 100 days, 100 videos. And it was a lot of fun, and I know the audience loved watching those videos, and I enjoyed producing the videos. I love making videos, but I spent so many hours making videos because making videos is a very time-consuming thing. You have not only the time to edit the video itself, film it and edit it, and you know, recording a podcast, I'll be honest, I can do it in my pajamas. I'm in my PJs right now. I don't have to be, you know, dressed and ready to go and outside with the right lighting and the right cameras. I just hit record on the microphone and I get something done. And I try for my videos to be helpful and in my podcasts too, but I can make a lot more helpful content by clicking record on a podcast than I can on a video. And that's why this daily podcast is not a daily video because I realized it takes too much time of my life to work to make a daily video and it can't even be as helpful as a podcast because you can listen to a podcast driving, doing chores, jogging, exercising, whatever it is. You can consume this while being productive. You cannot consume this content if it's a video if, if a lot of what I'm presenting is visual dependent, like, hey, here's how we train animals to an electric fence, watch this video, you can't do anything but watch that video. Now, there is a time and a place, and I'm still making videos, and trust me, I'd still love it for you to go over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel and watch your videos, but I realized I can put more effort into podcasting and less into video production it will actually take less time. It will help more people. And I will get to spend more time with the ones that I love, doing what I love, while still helping as many people as I helped before, probably more because of the nature of what I'm producing. So if you're enjoying this podcast, it is here because of that moment in my life of clarity where I realized I'm doing some things wrong and I need to make a change. So we went through that thought experiment just a few minutes ago of, of a doctor walking in and telling you there's something wrong and suddenly you're Googling about what's wrong, but then you are also thinking, oh my goodness, what have I done with my life? What is good and what is bad? And in that moment of clarity, and I know it's hard to do it with just an imagination, like pretend world of pretend, 
But I'm sure you probably had a chance to actually identify a couple issues with your current life. Things you're doing right, things you're doing wrong. And there's some blaring, uh, blaring, glaring, both. I guess this is an audio program, so blaring would be in a, the correct word. But there are some glaring areas in our life that will always come to the fore in those moments of clarity where you will zone in on and find a problem. So let's just go through them right now and, and just try to help you see, is there an issue here? As an adult, uh, especially if you have a wife or children, or if you have a close relationship with relatives that maybe has gone through some challenge, uh, family. So right away, when you experience a moment of, oh no, something's wrong, and maybe tomorrow isn't going to be what I expected, thoughts go to family. What about my wife? What about my kids, my parents? So are you currently happy with your situation in life when it comes to your family? And again, this isn't an on-off switch. This isn't yes, no. This is one to 10. One being, you know what? I hardly ever see him and I wish I could see him so much more, but I'm busy at work. And 10 being, you know what? <laughs> we live, we're together all the time. We love being together and everything's wonderful. Where are you on that scale? The next uh, place, I don't even know how to describe this because it's so different for so many people. It could be um, a, a spiritual element to it. If you're not a believer in any sort of faith, it could be just um, a, a, emotional <laughs> depth. Uh, you personally, your, your, your happiness, uh, your purpose in life, I don't know the right word to use for it, but uh, how do you feel personally with where you are in the universe? How's that? And do you feel like you're part of something bigger, something important? Do you feel like your life has purpose and meaning? And that's made up of these other elements of family and the other things we're about to talk about. But, but is there an emptiness, a wishing that you were doing something more? We need to address that. Or maybe you do. Maybe you have a, a spiritual element or a, a personal mission that your life, you've dedicated your life to and you feel purpose and driven and you feel full there, or at least mostly. Or maybe, again, we got a spectrum and there's something you want to do more with your life. You'd like to do more, but you feel like you can't dedicate much time to it because you're currently too busy. Next area that pops up glaring is you just your employment, right? And that's how you are paying the bills are you happy there? Are you doing things you feel good about? Or are you you know, doing something that's soul-sucking? Are you selling something you don't believe in? Are you in a place of employment where you have to do things you don't feel comfortable doing? Or are you just bored? Have you been doing the same thing forever and you're just like, you can do it in your sleep and you show up and you get your paycheck, but you hate it. Just you can't wait for the weekend and you're you know, doing the weekend warrior thing because you don't enjoy what you do, you know, your, your career. That's an important thing as an adult. What we do for, with our work and with our energy is very, very important. How about our passions? Um, maybe you've always had the life goal of climbing a certain mountain. Maybe you're a hiker or a climber and you're like, I'm going to do this next year. I'm going to do this. And, and at one of these moments of clarity where suddenly you're not sure tomorrow's going to come, you say, that thing I've always wanted to do. One of the ones we I've already talked about it in this uh, series here. Kay and I want to go on a cross-country trip with the kids. And we have held back on it because of the age of our children. But I can tell you that day, sitting there wondering what tomorrow would bring, 
that cross-country trip, boom, popped up right in my brain and was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to do it. And of course, as soon as we heard things were really okay, okay, well, not this year. We'll, we'll, we'll do it next year. And we have our reasons. We don't want to travel cross-country with a baby in a car seat who screams the whole time. But it did show me we really have to start making our way towards doing this because you never know what life is going to bring. And that's the whole point of this week, these episodes you've been listening to, the five episodes this week. Really, the point is you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You don't know how much time you have. And I don't want to be downer. I don't want to make this a depressing podcast. Instead, I want to encourage you to change. Wherever you see problems in that moment of clarity when the important things rise to the top and what you're doing wrong with those important things becomes very apparent, uh, it's time to make changes. And I can tell you honestly from the last decade, my wife and I were going on 12 years of marriage. Uh, Our life has changed a lot in 12 years. None of these changes will happen overnight. None of these changes are going to come easy. You're not going to be able to get handed anything better. You're going to have to work for it. But it's it's very, very worth it. And I can say that from experience because when I look at my life, when my first son was born, and I look at my life when my last son was born, there's a 10-year span there from the first to the last. And I missed out on a lot of my first son's early childhood. He's still a young guy, but I missed out on a lot of his early childhood, a lot of those experiences because I was working away from home. I had a nine to five, which included a long commute and work actually started at eight. So I left the house at like 6.30 most days and I got back at like 6.30. And I know some of you listening right now are probably listening on your commute to or from work, which is eating up your life. And you start doing the math about how much time you're spending just getting to your job, not actually doing the work, but but just commuting in and how much of your life you're gonna spend doing that. And not just a, a cold, hard number of hours, but you think of it in terms of your child's milestones, what you're going to miss because you're driving to your job or back from your job. And for some of you, it's an acceptable loss, others, it's not. And I was one of those people who decided, you know what? I can't change it tomorrow. And my first child, I I had a job I commuted the whole time. And my second child, I had a job still that I commuted. By my third child, I was able to go part-time on that job. And by my fourth child, I was working completely from home, but for other people still. So I still had a bit of a busier schedule than I would have liked. I still did have to go and meet clients, but it was so much better. And here I am with my fifth child. I haven't missed a day. I've seen every step of this first year. I've seen his first steps and heard his first words as something a lot of parents will miss out on because of their line of work. And it's not just those milestones. It's it's just the time together, being with those that you love. I've said it before on this podcast, Kay and I got married because we loved each other and we started a family and the whole idea was to be together, my wife, me, and my children. 
And sadly, the status quo life that most of us wind up in takes us away from that. It, sh it shifts us into a world where our kids are off to school and one parent's off at one job and another parent's off at another job and y'all get back together in the evenings and the weekends and you're so busy trying to catch up on the things you couldn't do because you were away. It just makes life hectic and the time together is like you got to cram in the nice times and cram in the work you got to do and everybody's stressed and everybody's running around and everything's 110 miles per hour. We didn't want that. And so we started making changes. And we're not done. Having that experience recently where, you know, the cold moment of clarity, looking at our life, thinking everything was about to change, I still saw, even as a self-employed, uh, total 100% work for myself now, producing content, running my business, I still saw problems. I still have work to do. But I've come a long way in 10 years. I came a long way in 1,312 days. And I know you can do the same, if not better. So here is what this podcast is for. It's, it's for helping you change what you need to in your life so that if you ever are in another moment of clarity, cold, hard moment of clarity where a doctor comes in or you get a phone call from a police officer, there's been an accident or, you know, Whatever big life-changing situation, your, your boss says, I'm sorry, we're going to let you seek new opportunities. Whatever th major shift is going to happen to you that you cannot prevent, an outside change that just rocks your world, whenever that happens, really a, a personal disaster, that you'll be in a better place and you'll have had the better life than you currently do. And that includes everyone, me, my, myself included. I want, five years from now, I want to be in a better place. So how do we do it? Well, this the way I'm going to work this podcast is very similar to what you've been through. This first five episodes was kind of a, a series in lifestyle design, trying to get you to start thinking about changes you want to see in your life. And I hope by now you've done the homework and you've your next actions, you've filled out the forms or just done them on your own. You have them on your cell phone somewhere where you can be accountable to that. We're not going to stop that. Each week we're going to pick a topic and we're going to dive in like we did this week. Five days, every day of the week, we're going to dive into a topic and we're going to break it down day by day, step by step with good, hard, actionable advice, tips, uh, steps so that you can move forward in your journey to the life that you really want to have. And yours will be different from mine. But what we're going to talk about on this podcast is a lot of the fundamentals, a lot of the foundation things that have led Kay and I to the life that we want. And of course, running Homesteady, a lot of you are here because of homesteading and wanting to get back to the land. And so we're going to cover a lot of homesteading topics. We're also going to cover some topics that you might not consider to be necessarily homesteading, but I feel are very vital in being homesteady. For example, getting out of debt. While that may not be what you imagine is important in a homestead lifestyle, I think it's incredibly important to having the life that you want and having a homestead too. Trust me, you're going to get some financial curveballs on the homestead. We just lost a huge valuable asset to our homestead, one of our dairy cows. Uh, that was a big financial setback. So you should be in a better place financially to homestead. So we're going to cover things like 
getting out of debt, running your own business, uh, we'll, we'll come back to lifestyle design, different fundamentals that kind of make up the homesteady life. So get ready and make homesteady this podcast that I sent your email inbox. Uh, get ready for each week a topic, step-by-step broken down with next steps, actionable steps that you can take each evening towards making that thing happen. So do you want to have some livestock? Do you want to buy land? Do you want to start your own homestead business? Do you want to get out of debt? These are all upcoming topics. Next week, we're going to dive into the fundamentals of making your life homesteady. If you listen to my other podcast, the slogan was, the road is rocky, make home steady. I defined that idea of being homesteady. The word homesteady, I consider it to be a adjective, a word that describes a noun. So you are the noun, you are the person. And the word homesteady, I consider it a descriptive word of a person who is trying to live off the land a little bit more, be a bit more self-sufficient, a little bit more sustainable in their lifestyle choices. They're trying to be a producer, not a consumer. These are all ways that we can be like a homesteader of the old 1800s who lived off the land. Uh, These are all methods to do that in our modern age. But really, the word homestead, it's made up of of two ideas. Uh, Home, the place where you reside, the place where you live, and stead, steady, a, a place of security. So the idea of being homesteady, making your home steady, making your home secure, it, it's about lifestyle design. It's about making sure that the place you live, you and your family feel security, happiness, togetherness on your little piece of property. And so the fundamentals of being homesteady, that's what we're going to get into next week. We're going to talk about what are the the tenants of a homesteady lifestyle. What do you need to do with your life right now so that your life can look a lot more like what you want it to be? If that's having livestock, growing a garden, being more self-sufficient, being out of debt, running your own business, not having to commute into work, what do you need to do? So next week, get ready. Each day, we're going to talk about a different tenet of the homesteady lifestyle and how you can get your life a little bit more in line with with being homesteady so that you are making progress towards that life you really want. I hope you've enjoyed this. Today's next action is really just going to be make sure you have finished the next actions of the previous episodes. I don't know if you can hear that thunder. There's a thunderstorm going out right now, but I think it's pretty cool. It's like adding like a seriousness to this. Do your next actions. I really want you to make progress. And so each episode of this homestead, like we said, we're going to have next actions. Sometimes it'll be like filling out a form or writing things down. Other times it's just going to be something to think about, to consider when you get home, to talk about and uh, help you make little changes, constantly getting closer to the life you want. So the next action is that, but also I'm just going to ask you to do me a quick favor because this is a brand new show. I'd love to know what you think. My email is aust at thisishomesteady.com. This is the word homestead with a Y at the end, homesteady.com. I would love to hear from you. I'd love for you to email me and say, hey, Aust, 
this is what I think of the new show. It can be good. It can be, hey, I love it. I'd like to hear episodes on this or that. It can be a critique. It can be, hey, Aust, uh, I don't like what you did here. I'll take either of them. I'd love to hear from you. I want to make sure this show is helping you. The goal here is to make something that actually helps us all get to a better place in our life. I have things I want to work on in the next tomorrow, the next year, in the next five years. I've built my own business, but I built myself into a corner where I work a lot. And my kids are getting older every day. So one of the things I'm going to be working on is working smarter, not harder, uh, making my punches count, and building a business that helps more people than is currently helping while not robbing myself from my family time that I find so important and so valuable and that I built this business to have more of. So I'm going to be working on that amongst other things, and you'll hear about my personal journey through this podcast. I want to hear about yours too, so stay in touch. Austin, this is Homesteady. You can email me. Get ready for next week. We're going to dive into the tenets of a homesteady life, how you can make home steady. <laughs>